Dr. Sperling, it's good to see you. Good to see you, too. We have to continue from yesterday's... Uh, uh, so we... Uh, what did we do? The, 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 the double ring. I remember the I remember that I was gonna tell you a different story that happened to me today. But uh, so we're talking about the two rings and the problem is we only have three minutes. Uh, so I'll, I'll change to a different question. We had a question of the double rings. Hopefully we'll have a time when it's a little bit more time so we can explore that one. That one's a little bit more recur- um, more. Uh, difficult. I got a call today from, uh, we give a certification, one of the places that I wanted very much to keep at all costs, during, even during difficult years. Earlier was the senior home, uh, what's called Garden of Palms, because that's the only uh, certified kosher home uh, that's fully certified. Uh, so years ago, it was very difficult to give it certification, but Baruch Hashem, we were able to keep it, uh, and through the programs and the changes, but I got a call today. It's interesting. I got a call from the owner. The owner calls me. He says, Rabbi. Johnny? Johnny Ishkin still? Or not Johnny? No, no, no. He's it's three, two. No, not, not, not from him. No. It's passed already to uh, somebody else. So they, they called me with a question. The problem is one of the seniors came with a doctor's note. They came back from, from the doctor. And the doctor said that they need much more leafy greens. Right, everybody's on a leafy green, you know, that's going to help you live, for, live forever. If you eat rabbit food, you're going to live forever. I don't know if you're going to want to live forever, but that's what it seems to be you have to eat. So they, uh, so they tell me, now the problem is to have a mashkiach wash, that volume, we can't, we have very strict what they could serve in terms of certain vegetables are impossible to clean. So he says, what should he do? He asked me, what should he do? He's got this problem. And uh, I hear the problem. So... Uh, like always, whenever you get a call, you have to turn up to heaven. God help me. What should you do? Take it to myself. I don't know what he should do. What should he do? It's a problem. You know what I mean? You can't devote a mashkiach just to wash every vegetable in the sun for every senior that's going to want. So in a, in a, uh, in a uh, moment of inspiration, so I tell him, by any chance, is the person Jewish? It don't, I mean, I don't know why he thought of this. Is the person Jewish? Now, I, I go to the home. My mom, she should live and be well is there now, so I'm there. Okay, most of the people, 90, 90%, 85% of the people are Jewish. Okay, punk. I ask him, are they, is it Jew or not Jew? So he tells me, you know, uh, I, I don't think that he happens to and I don't think this person is Jewish. So I said, pray hard. You don't want him to be a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> because I told him if he's not a Jew, then you could serve him. Uh, you could serve him leafy greens without checking it. Why? And you could cook it too. Why? So this is interesting halacha. There's a big difference between bugs and non-kosher meat. When you have non-kosher meat, if you have a facility that's serving non-kosher meat... If they cook the meat, so it's going to make everything not kosher. What happens if you cook a bug? Now, bug is not kosher, just like not uh, not kosher meat is. In fact, has more. There are more. <laughs> there are more prohibitions against eating bugs than there are against eating uh, pig. Right? I know we can't, they can't imagine that, but that's the way it is. So, 
So those are not bugs. You're saying there are some bugs that are kosher. Okay, that's only a grass, certain type of grasshoppers. Okay. But uh, the leafy greens don't have grasshoppers. So the, so the, so I told him like this, the halacha is, why is it, do you ever notice, if you find a bug in your soup, are you allowed to eat the rest of the soup? So, so the question is like this, so if you cooked, let's say a little piece of meat falls in, right, a piece of meat falls in, non-kosher meat, into your soup, while it's uh, cooking a hot soup, so then the whole soup becomes not kosher. Right, assuming that it's a nice sized piece of meat. So why if the bug falls in, could you still eat it? So it actually, could you eat it or not really depends on your personality. If you're disgusted by it, actually you can't eat the soup because there's a, a very, you're not allowed to eat something that's disgusting. But if to you, you don't mind, if you take the spoon, you take out the fly and you throw it away, then you could eat the rest of the soup. Why? Even without shishim. Let's say it's not shishim. Let's say it's a big one. The answer is because we consider the taste of bugs to be disgusting. And therefore, to be what we call pagum, it's, it's not a good taste. And therefore, it has no impact on the kashrut as long as you're not eating the bug. And that is the halacha, by the way. If you have a, something flies into your soup, a fly, you take it out, right? Even without one to 60, you can eat the rest of the soup. It doesn't matter because bugs don't have a positive impact taste. That's the halacha. So therefore, I told him that if the person's indeed a non-Jew, you could serve him a broccoli that has bugs in it and other things. Now, it's interesting. Could you give the non-Jew, uh, could you give the non-Jew non-kosher meat? Sure. So that tack is uh, it's not so simple you could. <clears throat> because uh, because if, if he is coming with an understanding uh, that he's only going to get served kosher meat... Right, that might be a halacha, that you can't sell somebody, if a person goes to Ventura Kosher, right, he's not allowed to, eh, it's a guy, he'll switch the meat, lama lo, he doesn't, what's the difference, he's a guy, guy. assuming he's not going to give it to you, I understand the other questions, I understand that, that you can too. Uh, in terms of the bugs, I, I don't think that that would be a problem, uh, because most people are not familiar, uh, it's not uh, with these types of laws of the bugs, yes bugs, no bugs, washed, not washed, I think that you could be. Uh, so that was one of the divine inspirations that uh, today uh, happened to me. But the lesson for all of us is, A, yes, it is a very, very serious concern. Leafy greens is the biggest problem that we face in the RCC. By far, nothing comes close to that in terms of the vegetables and in terms of getting out the bugs. Uh, but indeed, if bugs do march into your food uh, on a hot food um, and it's cooked, uh, you could take the bug out and you could eat the rest of it, assuming you know there's no more bugs. So in practical, if you find one bug in your rice, you don't need to worry, you take it out. But if you find more than one, if you find two, and certainly if you find three, the whole thing has to be thrown away because most likely there are other friends. Uh, the halacha recognizes that if there are three or more, or even two or more sometimes, uh, recognizes that probably there's a whole party going on. And indeed, that's usually just from experience. That's usually what it is. If you find two friends, usually there are others. When you're dealing with bugs, etc. When you're dealing with flies, not so much. But when you're dealing with bugs, uh, that usually is the case. What's the best way? We're washing broccoli that's and another, steaming it? Oh, another time. Oh. 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 Oh.